Welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting live from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located here in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. We love broadcasting from the park here every Saturday, and we're here from noon to one every Saturday to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your family improve your quality of life, including wellness and health care, elder care, even end-of-life care. And, of course, caregiver support resources are always a part of our program. Now, I'm glad to be here with you today. It's a fantastic day here in Minnesota. Cool, crisp, beautiful, beautiful sunshine. And I hope all of you listening here are doing well. We have another great show for you today. Joining me is Kristen Rupp, McPhail's Music for Life Manager. And we are going to be talking about this unique program that offers music lessons, classes, and musical ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and older. Now, as one of the oldest and largest community music schools in the country, McPhail is a nonprofit organization that prides itself on being a resource for music learning of all ages. Since inception, Music for Life has evolved to offer classes at several McPhail locations, as well as partnering with senior communities throughout the metro area to bring exceptional music education opportunities to the places older adults live and gather. With research demonstrating the many benefits of music on health, their teaching artists provide opportunities for older adults to be involved in programming that's not only educational, but impacts their health and fosters fun. This will be a great show, folks. I learned a lot about this program in going online and talking to Kristen before the show. So you're going to really enjoy learning about this program here, that they have several programs at McPhail. Now, uh, we received several calls last week regarding our show with Paula Smith. Remember, she's the co-founder of the Body Project Holistic Wellness Center, and they're located in Mendota Heights here in Minnesota. She is a holistic health practitioner with over 20 years of experience helping her clients dramatically improve their health in the areas of digestive challenges, anxiety, depression, cognitive health, blood sugar regulation, joint pain, sleep issues, and many other chronic conditions. Now, we talked about how you can look, feel, and live better by understanding some very simple health balancing concepts that you can include in your daily life. Now, as she offered last week, a free copy of their book called Second Opinion. Now, this is a step-by-step holistic guide on how to look and feel better without using drugs or surgery that Paula uses to educate her clients on, on the holistic health aspects. You can get your free copy still by mentioning my show here, Living Healthy, Aging Well, and by giving them a call, 952-220-7201. Now remember, I got several calls about this. They want the, people want the free book. In order to get the free book, you've got to call her at the studio um, that they do all their programming at. It's 952-220-7201. Or you can also uh, go online to secondopinionbook.com, secondopinionbook.com, and get your book there. But give them a call. Mention the show here, Living Healthy, Aging Well, and get your free book. I read it, and it is very interesting. You would, you'll enjoy it. 
Now, I want to thank all of you that leave messages on our radio show phone line. I tell you, we appreciate hearing from you. We welcome your questions and comments. You guys are absolutely leave some funny messages, and it always brightens our day. But uh, please continue to let us know of topics or guests you'd like for us to have on future shows. We get a lot of recommendations, and uh, we really appreciate that. Remember, we're here to help you improve your quality of life. So call or text us anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on our radio show phone. That number is 612-999-3426. And I'll give that number out throughout the show today, so don't worry about that. And we look forward to hearing from you. We are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. We really, really are grateful for that. We can be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other streaming services. So for all you new listeners, I want to mention the purpose of this radio show is to bring you experts and people who have a passion for helping others by providing advice and recommendations on navigating life's challenges and helping to improve you and your family's health and quality of life. As many of you know, we have a special focus on our aging population and their caregivers and how we can help you and your loved ones prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. So today, you have two ways to get your questions answered. First, you can ask your question live on the air by calling the AM950 radio station, and our friendly and talented show producer, Patrick, will get your call on the air. So you can reach us by calling 952 946 6205. Once again, to get your question answered live on the air, 952-946-6205, or you can directly text me your question at 612-999-3426. We look forward to answering your questions today. All right. I want to introduce my guest today, Kristen Rupp. She is the McPhail Music for Life Manager, and we're going to be talking about this unique program throughout the hour. And, that, uh, and this program offers music lessons, classes, music ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and older. So welcome to the show, Kristen. Hi. Good afternoon. And um, I tell you, I, I'm a big music fan. I took uh, piano lessons for the majority of my youth. And I'm so glad my parents got me into it when I was very young. Um, it made it a lot easier. Yes. Um, a lot of a lot of um, kids that were older um, in, in their teenage years were trying to pick up on things, mm-hmm. and they were a little bit frustrated at first, just because it just takes a bit longer and you have less time. Sure. But when you're five, you don't have, you have more time, and you, things you, you kind of pick up pretty easy. But um, I'm, I'm just so anxious to talk about the programs because, boy, right now as you and I were talking. Uh, before the show started, I mean, COVID has kind of put everything on a whole different plane. Yes. And the people that, that of course, in, in my business, you know, we take care of end-of-life patients, and we see the isolation, the loneliness, mm-hmm. um, the boredom, um, and it's, it's, it kills people. I mean, yes. it really does do significant, serious damage. Uh, not only to the young people, you know, people all ages, but especially the older ones. They're not as, as familiar with technology. You know, they can't pop on the phones, do FaceTime and things that maybe some mm-hmm. of the you know, younger people can do. But the programs that you guys have was just fascinating to me as I was learning more about them. And so I'm just so anxious here. We've got about uh, three minutes in this first segment. Let's talk about you first. Okay. My audience loves to hear about the guest. Give us a little bit about your background 
and and then tell us you know how you ended up getting to McPhail to pursue your life's work here at McPhail. Sure. Well, I think I was destined to work with older adults, <laughs> and that my mom and dad actually met because my mother was trying to um, fill a bus to um, take college students to visit some um, seniors in a care facility. So she was um, looking for some other people because they had to have a certain quota on the bus in order for the bus to go. And my dad happened to be walking by. They had never met. He was going to a ski club meeting to um, learn more about joining the ski club. And she convinced him instead to hop on the bus so that they could go to the nursing home to visit some um, seniors there. So I really feel like um, that perhaps that was the start of my um, journey. Um, my parents obviously continued dating. My father actually became a Lutheran minister and spent a lot of time in care facilities and visiting um, seniors throughout the community that were homebound and not able to come to services. And often I think I would get a chance to, uh, to go with him to the different care facilities and meet people that way. So I think that that probably started my um, journey of getting to know older people and not be intimidated or afraid of people that um, were different mm -hmm. than me, that were um, looked different or maybe needed some assisted devices like wheelchairs or walkers. And I think I just never really considered that a scary experience because it had always been part of my life experience. So um, as I grew older, I think I have more compassion for others in that sense. Um, so like you, I started playing an instrument at a very young age. I was about five years old when my parents asked if I would like to take violin. And of course I said, yes. And I enjoyed playing. I didn't always enjoy practicing like most kids, but I did love playing. And I loved especially playing with others. Um, violin is you know, a, a common instrument to be used in ensemble. So I loved being in orchestra. And that's where I really found um, the joy of making music with others. And then I, I knew I really wanted to pursue um, a career within music, but performance wasn't quite my thing, especially uh, solo performance, because I had some performance anxiety in that <laughs> sense. But um, I explored a lot of different opportunities. Did I want to teach music, um, like violin lessons, or did I want to be a classroom music teacher in school? And those didn't kind of seem to fit, but I really wanted to find a way that I could use music to reach others and to bring some fulfillment and joy to their lives, as I had found it did for me. So I was very fortunate to be able to um, shadow somebody in the work of music therapy. And so that's where I really decided that I wanted to kind of go down that line um, and, and to explore how that might enable me to bring music to the lives of others. Well, fantastic, Kristen. We'll be right back after this first break. I want to continue that conversation about your background and McPhail as well. Um, if you have a question for us, please, folks, give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text me at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland. Please stay with us.
All right. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and how to improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the main studio of AM 950 is Kristen Rupp. She is McPhail's Music for Life Manager, and we are going to be talking about this unique program that's offered through the McPhail Center for Music. And this program offers music lessons, classes, and musical ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and over. And uh, as you may know, McPhail is one of the largest nonprofit organizations in the country. They've been around for a long time doing this. And uh, if you go on their website, which I encourage you to do, you'll see there is just a tremendous amount of programs and options for people. There's, if you have any interest in music, and really we all do, it's all inside of us, you need to check that website out. And it's simply mcfail.org, M-A-C-P-H. AIL.org. And we'll talk more about the, the website here in a minute. But um, I do want to mention this program, this radio show, is brought to you in part each week by the folks at Minnesota Hospice. Now, Minnesota Hospice is an independent, locally owned medical practice serving our local communities with innovative and comprehensive end of life health care. If you have any questions regarding end of life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, 952-898-1022, or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. Now, folks, um, they take care of, of people at end of life, and they've been taking care of thousands of people over the years. And here's the one thing people always say is, I wish I would have known sooner about the great services of hospice. Don't be afraid, folks, of the word hospice. Uh, It is like hospitality. They bring the clinic of services to your doorstep, and it's all been paid for. It's a statutory benefit from Medicare. So there's no cost, no deductible, no copay, nothing. It's already provided through Medicare. So, and most insurance plans uh, mirror the Medicare uh, benefits. So, don't wait. Get a consultation from the great team at Minnesota Hospice. They're the most joyful people you will ever meet. So I encourage you, give them a call or visit their website, minnesotahospice.com. All right, Kristen, um, if people have a question for you, now what is the phone number that they can reach you at if they want to get a hold of you? Yes. My office line is 612-321- Oh, 100. That's the main number for McPhail. And you can talk to any of our friendly student services representatives, and they'll also be able to connect you right away to me and to my office number. Yeah, and you can find that information on the website, again, mcphail.org, M-A-C-P-H-A-I-L.org. And there's also a button, in fact, you can click to send an email as well. So it's very, very easy. And you guys have some great little videos on there, too, of yes. people being interviewed, and they're talking about the programs. I mean, it's just a very, very well-done website. You guys did a great job. Well, here's the one thing I want to get back into. You, had, you were talking about the great story about how your, how your parents met. Um, and, and what you didn't tell in that story is that as your, as your father um, was going to the ski 
club right. meeting, and and your mom flagged him down to fill up the bus yes. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the senior center. He never did go to ski club and never did do skiing. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a, that was quite the change. I, I, I your, your mother's a great salesperson. It sounds she like yes. <laughs> um, and then, but but you were telling us about your background a little bit, and and tell us you you mentioned about um, you had a chance to work with a music therapist. And this was you know, when you were young, so yes. this was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And and could you give us a little bit of a, of a background on how that worked and, and what your experience was with that? Sure. I mentioned that I knew I wanted to, a career within music, and I wanted to find a way that I could really help others and work with others through the um, vehicle of music. So some people, teachers and mentors of mine, had suggested the field of music therapy. And music therapy has been around for a while, but it hasn't really gained as much um, recognition until maybe perhaps the last 10 to 20 years. It's really come on the scene a lot more. And there have been some different places in the country where um, they were kind of the epicenter or places for learning and that it kind of grew out of. Well, Kentucky was a little bit late on that scene, I would say. Um, when I was growing up in high school, we only had one music therapist that was really working in the state. And um, her, she worked in the state psychiatric facility, which was in Lexington, and that's what they—that's what their title for the state hospital was. Uh, I was very fortunate that the high school that I attended, a public high school, had a, a program that was called Experience-Based Career Education. And two hours of the day, when I was a senior, I was able to be part of that program because I had enough credits um, in the rest of my high school career that I had some free free opportunities. Um, so I took and um, was able to shadow some different um, people within the community to kind of see what career I would really like to pursue when I went to college. And so I did shadow um, a classroom music teacher, somebody that worked in the senior center, um, and did some programming there, and just all kinds of different things. But I also had the opportunity then to go to the psychiatric hospital and shadow the music therapist who was working there. And so I did see her do programming with some of the people that were in treatment there or that were committed there right. as well. Um, and it was life-changing for me. She was so patient and kind and loving, and just to see how they responded to the music was amazing. And so that it just fueled my passion and made me really committed to that's what I wanted to do with my life. Wow. They didn't have a program at the um, colleges there, so I actually did stay in state there, and I did my undergraduate work at the University of Louisville, and I played violin. I continued with my training in that area and just music foundation, and then I also got a minor in psychology, and I knew that I would need to kind of continue and get a master's degree in in order to really pursue the music therapy. So then I um, applied to several different places, and that's how I ended up in Minnesota. Oh, okay, from Kentucky. Yes. So I came here to go to the University of Minnesota and pursue my music therapy education. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I went to the U of M as, U of M as well. It's a great program there. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the business side versus the music side, which sure. I, I kind of think of looking back on I would have liked to have gone to the music mm-hmm. side or maybe minored in music. Sure. But um, it, but it, it makes a huge impact. Mm-hmm. And we see it in our practice all the time. Um, and there's been some limitations now in the last year about getting music therapists and people who maybe are not considered essential, even though I believe those are very essential uh, services. But um, 
Um, but we're going to talk more about McPhail itself and also the programs coming back to the next break here. After this next break, it's time for a short commercial break, folks. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Kristen Rupp. She's McPhail Music for Life Manager, and we are talking about this unique program offered through the McPhail, McPhail Center for Music that offers music lessons, classes, and musical ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and older. So if you have a question, please feel free to call us at 952-946-6205 or text me at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland. Please stay with us. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Kristen Rupp. She is McPhail's Music for Life Manager, and we have been talking about this unique program offered through the McPhail Center for Music that offers music lessons, classes, musical ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and older. Now, many of you, like me, may have thought McPhail was really focused on younger kids and and uh, getting them lessons and, and active in music, but uh, McPhail has programs for people of all ages. And so the goal today is to talk about some of these great programs for those uh, people that are 55 and older. Um, before we return to our conversation with Kristen, I want to mention that um, there's a new in-home support services program that I've mentioned before on the show called Neighbor Care, and it's being offered by one of our show partners, Episcopal Homes in St. Paul. If you or someone you know is struggling to maintain living independently or is considering a move to an assisted living community, please call Neighbor Care. Neighbor Care is a new kind of in-home support service that is more affordable than traditional home care providers. And they do this innovative program by making the time increments much smaller than most other services. And they can do that because they provide this care within the urban core of St. Paul where the Episcopal Homes campus is located. So you can have visits uh, several times a day, in fact, um, as needed, depending upon what you're, what you're looking for in terms of care. Maybe it's a little bit in the morning, a little bit in the evening, or maybe help with uh, some meals, or just getting ready for the day, or getting uh, tucked in at night. Any of these services are available through the great program called Neighbor Care. Now, Episcopal Homes has been serving the Twin Cities for over 125 years and understands the importance of a safe and supportive home environment. So if you have any questions, I encourage you to call Karen Vento at 651-444-4000. Once again, Karen Vento at Episcopal Homes. The phone number is 651 444 Four zero 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 zero, and check out Neighbor Care by Episcopal Homes. All right, Kristen, let's get back to our conversation. I want to let people know that um, if they have any uh, questions after the show, they can call your main number, 612-321-0100, or they can go online at mcphail.org and get a lot of information there, tons of information there, and um, and they can uh, get their questions answered 
there as well. So, okay, let's. We, we were talking about you and how you got into this and your yes. passion for music and music uh, music therapy mm-hmm. and how how important music is to especially our our aging population. Um, but let's talk about McPhail a little bit. Some people may not have heard of McPhail, right? May not know, and they've they've been an institution here in the Twin Cities for years. Yes. Maybe give us a little background on on McPhail itself, and then yes. we'll start talking about the great services your program offers to. Uh, our, uh, our, our aging population. Sounds great. McPhail was founded in 1907 and by William S. McPhail. He was a violinist, actually, like me. Mm, like you. Uh, and he was part of the Minneapolis Symphony, which is now the Minnesota Orchestra. And he really wanted to have a center where people could come and take lessons. So it started with violin lessons, of course, and then he branched out to some different other instrument groups. And uh, McPhail has gone through a a number of different transitions in its existence. At one point, they offered um, college degrees. And one of our most famous uh, graduates would be uh, Lawrence Welk. He was part of the class of 1927. Um, Then they were associated with the University of Minnesota for a while. Um, And then they went through a change because the university decided to... um, kind of sever some ties or um, change some things with uh, their um, programs that didn't have as much to do with college-age students. Mm -hmm. So then in 1994, I believe, uh, yes, um, McPhail became its own independent nonprofit organization. And we do have lessons uh, for younger students. Um, We actually serve the whole age range, we say from six weeks old uh, on up. Um, so we really are looking to provide music opportunities for everyone. So if you are listening, you are one of our potential clients, students. Uh, we have all kinds of different programming. Besides in um, individual instruments, there are classes for young children to sing, play, learn. Um, there are classes and ensembles for if you want to start a new instrument. And maybe it seems a little overwhelming to take one-on-one guitar lessons, but you'd be more comfortable in a group. Um, there are choirs. There are all kinds of different programs. There are also programs for people that maybe feel intimidated by taking up an instrument or making music themselves, but they'd like to learn more about music. Um, We have music education, music appreciation classes, um, and those are some of the different things that we offer within my program of Music for Life. So Music for Life, we're looking for people that either want to continue to pursue their musical passions, um, and they've taken lessons, but they want to keep going Um, later in life. Maybe they have more time to devote to some of those pursuits. Or maybe it's something they've always wanted to do. And again, now you have the time to kind of um, pursue some of those avenues and interests that you have been putting off for a while. Or maybe you're just looking for a chance to um, learn something about music and to make some connections with others who have some similar interests in a way to connect, especially right now when we're all looking for different forms of connection, right? Right, right. So um, we offer, again, beginning instrument classes. We have a, several different choirs that fall under Music for Life that are made up of older adults. And we also have some music appreciation classes where you can learn about um, topics within music and have some discussion and interaction that way. You know, I've talked to more people as I think about it over the last few years. They're they're middle aged. They've they've been through their career in a sense that they've they've established themselves in their career, mm-hmm. and they 
we talk about them going back and learning, either picking up on something they learned as a child, yes, and then and in a sense had to abandon just because life and and everything happens, but they really missed that. They they missed just the therapy, the personal therapy, the self care yes. that happens when you just start to. Um, looking into and and spending time doing something that is so uh, rewarding with like yes. music um and it's just so interesting they 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 yeah 45 50 55 years old they they just get back into it again because they do have a little more time maybe the mm-hmm. kids aren't aren't uh, maybe they're grown or maybe the kids are more independent and they uh, they just really and it almost is therapeutic for them they can just go to class or right now that you have to do it online mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll talk about those services online here in a yes. minute but but it, it really is amazing to me how many folks uh are, kind of take up music again because it just uh it never leaves them right and they just really appreciate either you know, either brand new or organ re, you know, returning to something they had done as a child right so tell us we've got about five minutes left in the segment here tell us about how you guys are um Managing through the COVID uh, process here, you, you know you can't get together. Right. So how are you guys adapting to that? McPhail was actually positioned very well going into the COVID shutdown. Um, we have been pioneering in the area of offering remote lessons and mm-hmm. offering lessons um, to people that are in different areas. So we already were positioned to do online learning. We have partnerships in place where we were supporting some different schools across the state in that way. We also had instrumental lessons um, one-on-one that were with students, again, across the state, or we even have students across the world um, that were taking Skype lessons. So we had already had the technology in place to be able to do some of those things. So making the switch then to online was pretty natural for us. We're also very fortunate um, in our organization to have a great support team. So we have um, three or four different tech people on staff that were able to give us some assistance as well as we made that transition. And I will also give a huge shout out to the teachers, uh, we call them teaching artists that I work with, and that they really took a lot of personal um, onus in that process and trying to figure out what was the best way to reach the students that they were serving. So in Music for Life, we operate um, in two different realms. One is that we have a number of what we call registration-based classes where people come to us to pursue their interests and passions. So they're signing up to come to McPhail to take a class or to take lessons. Um, That might be at our downtown Minneapolis campus, and that might be at our Apple Valley campus. We also have offered some classes and experiences. Our other way that we offer services to older adults is that we um, partner with community organizations and we go to places where they live and gather. So we have partnerships with a number of care facilities, senior livings. We also partner with the library system. We partner with certain um, senior centers within communities where we go there and provide programs for the people that live or gather there. I heard you mention Episcopal Homes. They're one Mm -hmm. of our partners. Oh, are they? That's great. Yes, I was very excited to hear them. Um, (laughs) We have a senior choir there. Um, They meet um, regularly and provide um, some different concerts at times of the year. Yes, right now it looks different, but actually... (laughs) They gave a stunning concert this fall, and they were able to find ways to do that that was COVID safe. So right now our programs are online, um, 
both for our community partnerships and our registration classes. But we make it very easy for you if you would like to join us. Um, we do our um, registration classes right now through Zoom. That's our preferred platform at the moment. We okay. found it the most user-friendly. And partially because you don't have any have to have a special app or anything to be able to do that. We can just send you an email with a link, and you just click on it in order to join. Um, it is helpful if you have a camera or a microphone. <laughs> and the, those would be the equipment that you need to do. Oh, but, you know, with Zoom, you can also join in just with the audio version. And so you can phone That's in. Right. So you can be part of the class or um, ensemble that way. Mm -hmm. um, again, the teaching hours have been amazing in finding ways that are successful in teaching via that um, technology. Um, and they've just done a great job. We have choirs meeting for rehearsals over Zoom. Oh, no. And a lot of people say, well, how does that work with the delay? Well, it's a little tricky, um, but what we've done is we just have the participants muted, and so you can only hear the conductor or director, and they lead through the vocal exercises and warm-ups and take you through rehearsing the piece, and you have to do a little bit more self-evaluation, <laughs> right? And, and kind of you get a chance to hear what you really sound like, whereas when you're in the choir, you're hearing everyone around you too. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it makes you a little more self-aware in yeah. that sense. But seeing everyone on the screen, and it really does still foster that sense of community and connectedness. And we right. still have some time to socialize and say hi to one another and to check in. And that's been a really meaningful thing during this time. Wow, that's, that sounds great. Well, when we get back to our last segment, let's talk about some of the programs that you guys have here, because I'm going through the, the page right now, and it's just it's amazing how many things you have just for your program, Music for Life. All right, folks, it's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Kristen Rupp, McPhail's Music for Life manager, and we are talking about this unique program offered through the McPhail Center for Music that offers music lessons, classes, and musical ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and older. If you have a question, please call us 952-946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Please stay with us. Welcome back. You are listening to Living Health and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life and how to improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Kristen Rupp. She is McPhail Center for Music's Music for Life Manager. And we have been talking about this unique program offered through the McPhail Center for Music that provides music lessons, classes, and musical ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and over. And uh, I, I'm one of the people who was thinking McPhail was primarily for children. Um, and uh, it's been great uh, having a chance to meet with Kristen Rupp. And she's explained to me that, no, no, McPhail covers music from six-month-old. <laughs> they have programs from six-month-old or six-week, six-week-old um, up until 100 and whatever age. It really doesn't matter. But, um, but in, especially with this time of, of our – 
uh, current uh, societal situations where we've had limited access to people and programs and getting together. Um, they've done a great job of putting this great music program um, online. And uh, I want to mention also, folks, uh, this is our last segment, that um, uh, this organization, McPhail.org, um, they do accept donations and um, they help to provide uh, classes to, to children and to people who may not be able to afford them. And uh, you know, a large, major, large majority of, of the students do get help because of donors that have made donations to this program. So um, this has been around for you know, over, over 100 years, and uh, I just encourage people, if you're interested at this time of the year, to make a donation to consider McPhail um, because of the great work they do and the smiles they bring mm-hmm. to people, um, whether they're children or they're, they're seniors, and uh, um, they really do a great job. I've, my uh, my uh, children have participated in McPhail, and it's mm-hmm. always been a great experience, and the teachers have such passion they for, do. for helping uh, and teaching, and uh, and I can I can see with you, Kristen, your your whole life was kind of designed to help support this whole music program. But let's let's talk too. I the great conversation we have off the air. I wish I could just have those rebroadcast. But um, uh, you were talking about how uh, McPhail is involved with helping schools and and uh, other uh, associations and other groups. Tell us a little bit right. about that here. So McPhail's vision is really to provide students of all ages backgrounds, and abilities, access to inspiring and enduring music learning experiences through extraordinary faculty, relevant programs, and integrated learning technology to create successful outcomes. So we're looking at really trying to impact lives all across the age spectrum, all abilities, all different financial status. So we're looking at ways that we can support things that are happening in our community and provide extra experiences, or to go move alongside um, schools, Mm -hmm. especially in rural Minnesota. Some of them don't have the same opportunities with their band programs or choir programs or even classroom music. So we partner along with them, and we help to provide additional support for their teachers and maybe, again, offering some remote lessons. Maybe this town doesn't have a music and uh, flute instructor and there's somebody, a student that really wants to take some private flute lessons and we can find ways to connect with them through technology to provide that support for that student. So we have school partnerships. We also have partnerships in daycare settings where we'll go in and provide music opportunities for the young students and support the staff in that center in that way. And again, I've mentioned in our area, we go into a lot of different care centers, assisted livings, um, places where seniors gather or live to help support their programming there. So our program of Music for Life is not music therapy in mm-hmm. in its um, form. It's a little different. Music therapy is oftentimes using music to achieve non-musical goals. Um, And we're really looking at providing music experiences that will enhance people's lives. Um, We're not necessarily working at a specific goal other than enhancing their quality of life and trying to provide exceptional educational experiences as well because we think it's really important for people to continue learning throughout their life and to have opportunities to engage in that way. Well, we're finding out too that um, as we age, being involved in music actually can help with 
cognitive ability yes. and, and delaying some of, some of the um, uh, decline that may happen with people as they age. Yes. So it's, it's a very important thing that people should stay engaged in throughout their lives. Absolutely. And we have some great dementia-friendly programming that we provide through our classes and experiences as well. So we do go into some memory care settings and provide programming just for those residents. But we also have registration-based programming that is dementia-friendly. Mm-hmm. So if you are a caregiver and you are taking care and living with someone who has dementia, we have some special opportunities that have been designed for you and your loved one to be able to engage and participate. Um, We have a giving voice chorus. Um, Actually, we have several different sections of that choir Mm -hmm. because it is such a popular thing. And it's for people with dementia and their care partner to be able to participate. We have heard stories of how meaningful that is for people because it's a chance for them to be more equal, to feel like Again, they have a different relationship than caregiver and um, person who's being cared for. Instead, it's more they're on equal footing. And it's a chance for them, if they're spouses, to feel like we're doing this together. And um, it just is so meaningful to engage in something that they both love. Yeah. Um, we also have a new class that we're – well, it's a class we've offered before, but we have a, a dementia-friendly um, section of taiko drumming. We have a music therapist that does lead that. Her name is Iris. And um, she is just wonderful at being able to adapt or meet people where they are to help them to have a successful experience in class. So taiko drumming is a Japanese art form originally, and it involves some different movement along with the drumming. Oh, that's great to combine yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, and music. Yes. So you're getting some physical Exercise right. as well, and um, thinking about moving your body in a very um, meaning, uh, purposeful way. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some of our dementia-friendly experiences right now. So if you're looking for something, you know, again, during this time where we're having to be apart, but um, filling your day with something or your week with something that's really a meaningful experience where you can take a moment to step back as role of caregiver um, and have a chance to participate um, together in, a, in an experience and that brings joy and meaning. This is a great option. That's fantastic. Well, Kristen, I want to thank you for being here today. Thank you so much. This has been a great show. We, we got so much more to talk about. Yes. I got to have you back on a future show <laughs> I would here. Love that. No, that'd, that'd be just so much fun. All right, folks, we are nearing the end of the show here. I want to thank you for joining us today. We've been talking with Kristen Rupp, McPhail Music for Life Manager, and we've been talking about this unique program offered through the McPhail Center for Music that offers music lessons, classes, and musical ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and older. Uh, We hope you enjoyed today's show, folks. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation or of other things you want to have us be on the show on future shows. You can always reach us by phone or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, live well.